Blog Talk Radio. Broadcasting from Atlanta, Georgia, this is The Bright Side with Technisha. A daily broadcast on real-life issues that will keep you motivated. And now, here's your host, Technisha. Good afternoon, everyone. Thank you for tuning in at this time of the day with me at 2 o'clock. I know it's not our normal setting, but you know we always accommodate with everyone on here because that's what keeps us going, keeps the day running. So I hope everyone has did what they had to do and you're tuning in with me. Now, you know, it's times like this, you know, we go through so much in our lives, but I am so happy to say that, I almost broke down literally myself and started crying when I found out what Miranda Lambert did at her concert for this seven-year-old um, who was um, in her fourth stage of cancer. She literally just stopped her whole show to just hold that little girl's hand, and then the rest of the crowd just went on ahead and started finishing up her song that her husband, Blake Shelter, actually wrote for her. So that just was a a moment right there that was well taken and her song that she was actually singing was emotional too it's over you but just to see that she did that she bent down to sing to Brooke with a little girl named Brooke Hester that was really a promising moment right there so kudos to Miranda Lambert I tell you you go a long ways in my book when you do stuff like that don't forget tonight we're all waiting on um, the new show coming out on ABC, How to Get Away with Murder with Viola Davis. I already got my DVR set up, so I am ready to see that show when I get home tonight. But anyhow, for the good news with me here, this woman has done so much from interviewing your top talent, um, everyone in the industry. She's a motivational speaker, a syndicated radio host, an internet television host, is a global technologist and a visionary. She's also a professional life coach, a blogger, and author, which her book is called The Three Seasons. Here with me is Cynthia Hopper, the host of the C. Hopper Show. Do call in at 347-426-3751. The chat box will be open for you. Cynthia, how are you doing today? I am wonderful, sweetie. How are you doing today? I am blessed. It's an honor to have a woman with so much talent on the show today with me. I'm thankful that you took out the time to be here. Oh, my. I tell you, that was an honor just to think that you would give me time. We certainly I don't take for granted that people like you give us a platform so we can share what we're called to do in this season. And I just want to say kudos to the, to the person who, who broke down and brought the kid on the stage. See, that's what life is about. Life is about living on purpose, and it's not always about you. So they took the time right. and to right. share somebody else's burden with their audience. That's what you're doing. You're taking the time to share me with your audience. You didn't have to do that. See, those are the moments and the times that people need to realize that it's not all about you. You were given a platform to have somebody else come up. Girl, I thank you today. Right. I love those selfless acts like that. I mean, this this woman putting on a concert, but she saw this little girl, and she decided to just stop right then and there. She, she forgot all about her song. Miranda did, and the audience just, the rest of the crowd just went on ahead and finished up her song. That was a moment right there that would never be forgotten by so many. So I'm very thankful that she did that. Now, 
you know, I gave a little introduction about you, Cynthia. If you don't mind telling us a little bit more about yourself. Absolutely. First of all, again, thank you. My name is Cynthia Harper, and I am excited to be here on your show today. Um, who I am is a person that's reinvented themselves. I've been through the storm. I've lost it all, but I'm gaining it back. I've been without, but I know that, um, that it doesn't mean that I'm totally wiped out. I've come from a corporate background to now a tra- transition into media broadcasting. Um, I live in this fabulous city called Atlanta, Georgia, and, and, and um, I'm fortunate enough to have found what we call our purpose, my calling. And in the last three years, I've had the opportunity to start a broadcast syndicated show. And, and you know, when, when you get a good yes and when you know things are really working out for your good, um, my first interviewer was C.C. Wyman's. So you know that um, I'm, I'm living my purpose. And, and let, me, let me share something with you about living this purpose. I have a booklet from when I was a child that I used to write in, and it's kind of torn okay. at this point. And in the booklet, it states all the things that I'm going to do when I'm grown. Now, that booklet was written 40-something years ago. But today I get to see that being fulfilled because now everything I said then, I'm experiencing now. So I want to say to someone who has been down and you haven't seen it happen, don't give up. There is still time. God has not forgotten his promise that he has for you. And so that's who I am. I'm a person who's been down to the Lord, lost it all, came out of corporate, and now I host a radio show, and I've been fortunate. I've had the, 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 the experience of interviewing CeCe Wyman, Dr. Maya Angelou, James Brown of the NFL, some of the most famous attorneys, some of the most famous people who work out and do health and fitness. I, um, I get to work with the Judge Kenny Browns and the Judge Glenda Hatchett, and that's just because I believe, not because I'm good, but it's because I faithed it. I didn't fake it. I faithed it until I made it. Right, and that's what... And see, that brings me to the point now that I'm about to make. Even when you feel like your life is turned upside down, you have to turn to God. A lot of times we want to do stuff on our own, but you can't. When we do it, we mess it up. But when he does, he does it just right. And in all that midst of the heartache and pain that we go through, you can find the hope and the courage to actually go on. We all are going through a season. I'm going through my season right now. It's in and out, up and down with the paycheck. Don't know left or right, but I'm going to just keep holding on because I know God has my back. He has not forsaken me. And when you start getting into your Bible and reading the more, you will understand that he has not forsaken you either. And that what brings me to it because you do have a wonderful book out called The Three Seasons. But since why three seasons, I thought it was four seasons. Well, for me, I experienced three season, and I like that. Okay. I like the point that you made there. For me, I experienced the three, I think by the time I got to the fourth season this day, I really believe in my heart's heart that I had accepted, okay, okay I, you got to go through it. So there was no reason, there was no reason for me to quit, because I, I'm, I'm going to tell you, just like you, it was hard for me. This day, there was days when I wanted to give up, but by the time right. I got to the third part, and God began to release some things to me about my book. I realized I could make it. I'm not going to die. Everything's yes. going to work itself out. 
Yes, ma'am. And, 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 and somehow or another it did. And the things that I wrote, Miss Day, when I was in my lowest portion, lowest portion, I mean, when I was down to the last of, of, of energy and, and hope, and, you know, the Bible says hope deferred makes the heart sick. So I, I got hopeless for a minute there. But towards the end, I began to say, there is a bright side to this somewhere. Even yes. in losing the house, there was still a bright side. So that's what he gave me. And he gave me a reason and a season and a lifetime. And within that, there were seven different, there were 21 different things that he began to show me that people need to focus on so that, that they can fulfill their purpose. Because things are not always as they appear. And so sometimes that's in the right. season, it looks like, it looks like sometimes in this day that it's going to rain all day, but then the sun will come out. Mm-hmm. The sun will shine bright. You have to understand that when you're in your season, they're all for a reason. They're all for something. And so for me, I wrote a book. It was it's called three. It's called Three Seasons, and it was a reason, a season, and a lifetime. And within those, in each one of those sections, I had different things that God had given me. Like section one, those are the things that you do for a reason. You change for a reason. You make good choices for a reason. You need to have a creative mind for a reason. Your family is for a reason. There's a reason God had you in your family. Freedom is for a reason. Money is for a reason. And responsibility is for a reason. Right. And so, you know, that's where I was, and I was, it, it was hard. The change, the first thing he gave me was change. It was hard for my change. I'm telling you, it was hard for me to make the change where I didn't have a corporate check coming in anymore and still believe in him and trust him. It was difficult. It was hard for me to start making different choices, meaning I could not go to the dry cleaners anymore, that I had to wash my clothing and let them hang dry. It was hard not being able, being able to go to the hair salon, but I had to make the choice. Oh yes. I had to, you have to make a choice. You know, Ms. Day, yes, you, you do. have to relook at something, rethink a situation when you're in a different place. You have to learn to abate and abound. So you sure do. I I definitely understand that because I'm going. I am so going through that. I was telling my husband earlier. I said I will not be going to the salon right now. You know, I found other ways where I could treat my hair because I, I don't have those funds. It is what it is, and you go through those, and then it comes down to how strong can you really be. But one of the most vital things that one must understand in the kingdom of God is how to understand your times and seasons with the Lord. So mm-hmm. Cynthia, what are the particular actions one must do on their part for each season? Well, what you have to do is you have to learn to rest in God. And when I yes. say rest in God, Miss Bay, I mean, you know, when we talk about resting, literally I want you to visualize laying down and resting and sleeping. But what okay. we tend to do when we say we're resting this day, we're going backwards and forwards. We're not really resting. We're turning here, turning there, turning everywhere. God is saying rest. Get still so I can speak to you. God can't talk to me. If you're going through, 
and you're trying to figure it out and you're tossing back and forth. He said, lay here in my chest. I'm the most high-breasted one. I want to love you and speak to you. I want to tell you what I'm doing. And he doesn't give us all the answers and all the – see, God didn't give us all the details. But I want to give no. you your next step. He said, I'm going to give you your next step. And oftentimes we like, where, what? He said, just go. Put one foot. And so what, what you have to do is rest. You have to learn to rest in God. Okay. And this – now with this resting, because I'm figuring why you're resting, because you get to spend more time with the God as you do when you meditate. This is the time mm-hmm. to really just let go of everything. And as Cynthia and I was explaining, we all have our seasons. Um, the seasons mm-hmm. that I'm going through right now, this is of of wilderness, you know. And I, I you yeah. sometimes you, some sometimes you don't understand. And I think that's what we try to do. We try to figure out what we are doing here. We want to know what God has in store for us, and we want to know now. But the thing is, and Cynthia, you made a valid point because I think I said that one time on my show. We want to know what God has in store for us. It's not our place to question God. You're supposed mm-hmm. to just let him, you give him the keys and he got the rest. You have to follow along. You got to do like you told. You don't go and question him. And we be disobedient when we do that, when we feel, well, oh, I, I need to know, know what's actually going on. I don't know if God might. See, God is big enough to handle me questioning him. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right, Cynthia. God don't mind me questioning him. He, right, he doesn't he don't have to answer me. God don't no, he, don't. he doesn't have to answer me. So what you need to get ready for is when you start trusting God, when you begin yes. to trust God and you're resting in him, you just move when he says move. And when he doesn't say move, you don't move. And the problem right. is with people like me who are aggressive and assertive, we think sitting still means being dormant, but it doesn't. Being still is one of the greatest gifts we could ever have. But we don't realize that at the time because we are struggling with what we're going through. Right. We're struggling and we're fighting, and he's saying, just rest in me. He said, but God, this is due. I don't have anything, and I don't know what's going to do. He said, but I do. But we miss it because we're so busy trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. We're so busy trying to figure it out. Right. And so That's we right. always we figure it out. And it was hard. And and oftentimes people at church, they don't understand. And people will say, you're going through this because you did that. People don't know why you are experiencing what you're experiencing. <clears throat> Job did nothing. Job did nothing. And he went through hell. But he came out with double for his trouble. Just go through it with him. And I know it's easier said now that I'm on the other side. Because, see, I've been without a regular income seven years. And okay. I'm still standing. And I've not yes, missed ma'am. a meal. <laughs> still going through everything God told me to go to. I get to attend red carpets. I get to speak in corporate America. I speak to youth. I get to, to travel all over the world doing what I love. And guess what? See? I don't know from day one to day two. Where everything's going to pan out, but I can tell you this: it always does some kind of way. Right. Then see, that's what I'm talking about, Cynthia. God is still bringing you up from that valley, and every day you see clearly. Your eyes are open. You can see what God is doing, 
and you continue to just be in this eye and how amazing mm. God is and what he will go through for you and for anyone else just for him to show himself real in our life. That's that's a blessing. It's a miracle all in one. You go through, everybody got their seasons down here. And I know people don't understand that, but everybody got their seasons. It's been going on for civilizations. And Come people on, have enjoyed it. Right, they've been going through it. So let me ask this, Cynthia, though. What do the seasons have to do with the success part of it all? Because you hear a lot of people, you ask them that question, oh, um, success is this, success is that. But I think success pertains to the four seasons. Mm. So the question again was, what does, give me a question again. The question was, what does, what, um, what, what do the seasons have to do with success or with anyone's success? Oh, the seasons have a lot to do with success. You got to get prepared. And see, one of the things that he's trying to do is prevent us. He's not trying to stop us from getting what we want or desire. He's trying to get something to you. So God has to allow us to be slowed down. He doesn't have to. We need to in our naturalness to be slowed down so that yes. we can understand where he's trying to take us. He doesn't give us all of the answers. So what, the, what, 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 what he does is he says, if you would be still and listen, God is trying to teach us, in order for you to be a successful businesswoman this day, you need yes, to ma'am. hear the voice of wisdom. From God, not the one from me, not the one from okay. your family, not the yes. ones from your friends. You need to hear from God. And, and, and let, me, let me tell you how success comes with that. You don't share with them what you are experiencing, but you wait yes, for the right answer to speak to the situation. What I learned was stop telling people what it feels like or what, what happened. Wait and listen to them. God will send a message sometimes through one of them. And you don't even have to ask for it because oftentimes we can mess it up. We can mess it up. If you tell me, if if, if I tell you exactly what I'm experiencing, you might in your naturalness, in your humanism, tell me what your experience was. That has nothing to do with what he's doing with me. Your experience does not necessarily mean that's how God's going to handle my situation. Okay. And my coworker told me that, too. She gets on me from time to time telling me, Tech, you got to stop telling people what you are going through, knowing that you're getting excited, but everyone is not for you. And I quite didn't understand it at first when she said it because I'm always eager to tell somebody what's going on in my life. I want you to know, I want you to feel happy for me. But Mm. at the same time, I did have to understand that everybody is not for you. Everybody's not going to pray for the same. Some people probably wish I would just shut up and just go somewhere about it. They don't want to hear your your joyness, and I have to understand that. And sometimes it bothers me because... I was raised to just be a happy person, and that's not the way some people are. Everybody's not going to be happy. So I do understand what you're talking about, Cynthia. You're hitting it right on the note. And let me tell you something. What you're doing is called, my girlfriend and I call it a Joseph spirit. We call it a Joseph spirit. We mean well. We mean really well. But it's an immature thing, to be honest with you, for us to want to share everything, 
but we are excited and we want people to love us <laughs> the way we love them. So what we have is a Joseph spirit where we're sharing with people everything. And see, Joseph told his brothers some stuff, and they couldn't handle it. So they tried to abort and kill the vision. He was a visionary. God had given him a vision. They tried to kill it. Remember? Right, that's yes, ma'am. People will, that's what people will do, Tanisha. They will kill you when you tell them something that God is doing in your life. Because, one, they can't believe it because he didn't whisper it to them. Right. That's right. I don't want to know what you. Absolutely. So you've got to be, it takes time and maturity to find the right people that's really got your back. Yes, ma'am. It takes time and and maturity to say, although I love her and she loves me, she can't handle what God is doing through me. Right. And that's okay. I cannot be mad with her. I cannot be mad with her because she doesn't understand what God is doing through me in this season. Right. And so and that, that, it's bad sometimes and, to let it go. Right. You have to put them to the side for the ones who cannot see right now. They're blinded. So you do have to put them to the side. And even though it might upset you, could be your best best friend, but your best best friend have to be put to the side because they're not they're not going to understand what you're going through. They're mm-hmm. not. And I know that they're, um, what you're going through right now with the success that you have accomplished. I know you have had to sh- stray away from a lot. You probably mm-hmm. had to leave them on the side of the road. Like, okay, you're mm-hmm. not on the same page with me, so I got to leave you. Until you come along, then then you could be on the same ride with me. But that's that's what we have to go through. Now, Cynthia, just getting into the purpose for life, because like I said, a lot of people don't know what they're actually doing here. You know, we, we are so confused sometimes. We want to know the purpose that God put us here for. How can one go about trying to find that path? Um, one of the things you do when it comes to your purpose is look at what you do naturally. Yes, ma'am. Look at what you do naturally in simplicity that, that, that you would do almost for free that you that you love and, and God has called. And, and how can you use that skill to, be, to, to, to bless the kingdom with? And, and, and the way you do it and the way I do it is not the way the next person do it. Right. And so for me, my answer comes from spending time with God and getting daily, listen to me when I say this, daily direction daily direction from the Lord to, to order my steps because my purpose, see, the reason I can do what I do and not get paid a lot of money right now is because I love what I do. And it's right. so exhilarating. And when I get tired of doing it, all I have to think about is the end. See, the only reason you get frustrated sometimes in what you're doing is, you're maybe not getting what you want or the money's not necessarily there. But let me say this to you. You know what's to come afterwards. You know what he's promised you. You know it. So you keep going because the promise is so beautiful because he'll show you the beginning and he'll show you the end. But God would never show us the middle, Tanisha, because if God showed me the middle, I would have quit 
I would have never started, let me say this, because it's too much to go through. Way right. too much to go through. Way too much to go through. So you can't quit in the middle. You just got to go through. When you're out in the ocean, Tanisha, and you mm-hmm. way out there in the raft, yes. the, the, the rafts are on the other side of the shore, or you can keep going to the other side where the victory is. It's too late to turn back, so you might as well keep going to the other side. See, the bright side, like you said, the bright side, I love the name of the show. This is see oh, you. on the bright side. I love that. See, the bright side is <laughs> it's dark. It's dark. It's dark. We yes. started out in the morning, so it's dark when you start out. But if you keep going by the time you get to the middle, it gets a little lighter. But at the end, it's bright. But if I stayed in the dark and gave up, and if he would have showed me the middle, I would have never come through all what I've been through. See, it's, it's just tough, right? Powerful, powerful God. And I think the problem is we have to be more concerned for His mission. And let's concern with our own mission, and in doing mm. so, we we start to see the many ways God will be present, active, and engaged with our lives, even if it's at the drive-through window. And that sounds so funny, mm. but it's just true. We we have to be more concerned because a lot of times we think, "Oh, He saved us." He forgiven me, so that means now God want me to be happy. Mm. And this picture, this picture, this big old picture I envision gonna come true. Now if he, now if it doesn't come true, that means God is punishing me, or he's not who I thought he was gonna be. So now we don't got the cheap version of it all. See, that's that's not the biblical mm. picture of life with God whatsoever. That that's the fake mm. cop out. That's not the progression that God wants to give us. He He will. He offers you that life and that forgiveness. And, yes, you do envision that. But if you're doing it on your own terms, no, it's it's not going to work out like you really want it to. That's right. That's right. Because the way I see it, to be honest with you, is it, I don't see everything that God sees. I don't I don't understand what God sees. I don't, I don't, how can I understand what God sees? And so if I gave up based upon what I see, that's why we, we don't go by what we see or what we feel. That's why we call those things to be not as though they, they are. That's what true faith is, is to call those things to be not as though they are. I, I have to say, though I'm weak, he's strong. Though I have no money, he's going to supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. Though I'm angry, God gives me peace. He gives me peace. That's right. Though I don't understand, he said, lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways, direct your, your, you know, you know what I'm saying? You know, everything contrary to the emotions of how you feel and think and see, always look for the word on it and and quote what the word says. The, The Bible says that a woman's, House is built on wisdom. The wisdom you speak is the wisdom you live. If you say, oh, I'm broke, I'm disgusted, child, I'm going to be fat, that's what you're going to be. You can weigh right. 600 pounds and you declare and decree, I will not be fat. Watch what happens and keep speaking it and keep believing it. Just keep speaking it. Keep right. speaking it and watch what happens. And that's how, that's how it actually goes, though. So. 
And it's all about the law of attraction. Whatever you put out negative, you're going to receive negative. If you put out positive, you're going to receive positive. You cannot say, oh, I want a nice house, but I'm broke. I can't make enough money. Negative and positive don't work. If you all took science, it just doesn't work. Um, chemistry, it don't work. You know negative plus a, plus a positive is not going to work at all. But, Cynthia, why is purpose relevant? Because when you get to the end of the line, he's going to say, what did I call you to do? Because on okay. your purpose journey, there are certain things that you have to do that only you can do. If you do what you're supposed to do, all those that he sent around you will get the message that he sent to them. Because kingdom is on the inside of us. But kingdom-minded people are here to fulfill the purposes of God and not them. And so purpose is relevant because you are called and assigned to certain things in certain situations and certain people. And if you don't do it, God will get someone out. But you just missed out. And why right. would you want to miss out? Why would you want to miss out on what God has for you? Cynthia, tell him today, that's right. He's not going to keep knocking. He's going to knock for only so long now. <laughs> God, no. Exactly. He ain't got time. He don't have time for that now. I'm not. I came to his door once. I came twice. Now, either you going to open it up. That's how we do. We miss our blessings so much because we be, our life's cluttered. It is. Our lives be cluttered. We have so much foolishness going on. That's why when you get with God, you have to be quiet. You got to be quiet so you can listen to him because he be speaking to you, but you can't hear him because you got so much going on. So that means if you have to get off the phone, go ahead, get off the phone. That's why, um, what's the country, um, um, Adaba, dang, I can't even think of it. It's in Ethiopia, I think. And um, there, they actually stop. No matter where you are, you stop and you pray. The bell go mm-hmm. off, and you just stop and pray, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. See, God, God is graceful and he's merciful, though. God doesn't count us out like we count each other out. God is long-suffering. What are the fruit of the Spirit is long-suffering? And God suffers long because where there's sin, God, there's grace that abounds even more. So sometimes when we're doing stuff, and God understands our foolishness, but God also knows everything. He knows you're going to come in. God knows everything about Tanisha Day. There is nothing about her he does not know. And so he knows that on this hour, in this second, she is going to come full circle with him. Now, he also knows that he has to, he's a gentleman, I will not make you do nothing. So I've got to wait on you. But I'm not gonna I'm not going to make you do it. When I get through with you, you would have wished you hadn't done it. That's what he's going to do. Right. When I get through, you would have wished you have done it. Because your arms are much too short to box with me. Much too short to box with me. Who wants to box right. box with God? So I might as well surrender because even if he allows me to go thirty rounds 30 rounds, listen to me, I'm going to be so tired and exhausted that I would have wished I would have stopped in round two. Because it comes with a price. You know, many people walk around and say they're princes and queens and they're royalty, but to wear the crown that Jesus wore, the one that was thistles and thorns and was in his head and blood dripped down for it, he prayed a price. There's a fight to be royalty. He's already paid it. 
but it comes right. with obedience on our side. And so we Ooh, might yes. as well surrender. And like we might as well surrender. We might as well surrender. Right. That's right. That's what I say. Surrender. Go ahead and surrender. God's got you. So so with that being said, Cynthia, how did you reinvent yourself though? <laughs> right from right where I was, in the midst of having nothing, I knew what God had said about me. And that's the difference. When you know what the word of God says about you, there is no reason for you not to believe it because his word is yea and amen and it's the truth. And so right. I invented myself, and, and, and I don't know that I had a whole lot when I think about it. I don't know that I played such a great role in it um, other than he just used me because he was going to get the glory out of my life anyway. What I thought, him not giving me a good corporate six-figure job again, what I thought was hell and punishment was actually leading me to the things that I get to do now, for the places and the doors and the conversations. And now people invited, people come to sit at my table. So, see, I had to, God had all to do with the reinvention of me. I was just the little, the little puzzle, the little um, mannequin in the, in, the, in the whole scheme of things in a big department store. I was just one little mannequin. And he just said, now, you, you're going to freeze? You're going to pose? You're going to listen? Or I'm going to let you keep going through this trepidation? And so my right. reinvention came from, I can't make God do nothing. And I could not make God hire me. So because I could not make God get me hired, I would interview with presidents and CEOs and HR directors and they would say, you are perfect. And I never heard back from them. And I went through that 18 times. I couldn't even get a job at McDonald's. And I'm not downplaying McDonald's because the Golden Arches have done their thing. I couldn't get a job at Zaxby's or Walmart because God had a job for me. And it was in communication. So I didn't have, I can't say I did so much. All I knew was, Lord, what do I do? One day someone called me up, and we were just discussing. We bumped into each other on Facebook, and it was truly a bumping into each other. And we knew a mutual friend and just began to talk about some of the things that we shared in common. She said, why don't you come work for me on the radio station? said, oh, I'm going to do a radio show with another station. Knowing that I'd never started it and was afraid to death, and so for weeks and weeks and weeks she kept calling me. Well, are you ready? When are you going to do a show? And I'm like, I don't even know what to do. And I sat before <laughs> my computer, crying, saying, I don't have a microphone. I don't have anything. And the Lord said, Everything you need, I've already provided. And I was riding down the street, and He said to me, Free conference call. And I was like, What? And he said there were <laughs> recording devices on free conference calls. You can you can do your calls right there, right from your house. And that is the God heaven's truth. I was driving so in a frantic I did not know how to get how how quickly I got home to see what he was talking about. Called them up, they gave me instructions and I did it. And my first interview was with C C Wyman. Wow. I tell you, I, so, I love it. I love it. You are a shining all right now, Cynthia. Now, what we're going to do, we're going to end up taking a short break, and we're going to let this shining star keep continuing on. So don't touch that dial. You're tuning in to Blog Talk Radio on the show, Bright Side with Technicia, and we'll be right back after this. 
There's only one station that will keep you happy. Blog Talk Radio. We're taking more of your calls at 347-426-3751. Stay tuned. We'll be back after this commercial break. You're not acting like a grown-up in our relationship. M2, M2. There's your comic book collection, the race car bed. I'm young at heart, but I put money into my 401k every paycheck. I'm taking control over my financial life, and that feels pretty grown-up to me. Put away a few bucks, feel like a million bucks. For free ideas and easy ways to save, go to feedthepig.org. That's feedthepig.org. Are those footy pajamas? This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. All right, we're back with syndicated radio host, Miss Cynthia Hopper, who is the host of the C. Hopper Show, Hopping on Purpose. Now, Cynthia, what does Hopping on Purpose mean? Because when you look up the definition, um, Hopping on means to continue to talk or complain about something, mm-hmm. to just raise a topic of conversation. Hopping on Purpose is to consistently and tediously Look for the purpose of the matter. Why did you get up and go to McDonald's? I went to get a cup of coffee. That was the purpose of the matter. Okay. Why is it? What's the purpose? What, what is it? What, why are you doing what you're doing? For what reason? And for all of us that are Christians, the purpose of what we do is to glorify God. It's just how we do it. Some people do it through being in having gifts of exhortation, some have a gift of gift of administration, some have multiple gifts, some have gifts of prophecy, you know, some have different gifts. And so the way you use your purpose is the way your gifting is called and given to you. And I do believe this, that most gifts are determined from a spiritual standpoint. In fact, I believe that about all people's gifts, that they deal with the spirit realm. If you take a spiritual gift assessment, I have never taken one, and it was not right on the money for me. Mm. So to, to harp on purpose, to harp on purpose is to consistently and tediously understand why you do what you do. Why do I get up and go to the gym in the morning? The purpose of that is because I want to stay physically fit. That's the purpose. Right. Of it. So I have to consistently and tediously do it. Why? Because I want to remain healthy. I mean, Technisha, I mean, you no. host a show. You host a show. You have to be consistent with hosting your show. Even yes, in ma'am. taking a break, even in taking a break and say you don't host this week or tomorrow or whenever, what you have to do is be planning for the next one. Yes. Yes, and I, and I had to because at one point, bam, 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 I was, getting plenty of people to come through then. All of a sudden, it's just start cutting down. You know, but when it did, I was saying to myself, I said, it might be a reason for this where I could take a break, spend time with my twin girls, you know, because even when I do my show, it feels like I'm still taking something from them that they're not getting because at, year, at eight years of age, you want all the attention that you could possibly get. So, you know, I definitely can understand that because we're – like I said, we're all here for a purpose, and when you do something, it's for passion. See, what mm-hmm. Cynthia and I are doing is for passion. We we love something that fulfills you. It's not about the materialistic stuff. It's not about the bling bling. 
because you could have that any anyhow. But Cynthia, how could people really fulfill their lives without actually having that materialistic status? Without having a materialistic? When you're a purposeful person, one thing you will learn that materialistic stuff is not relevant anyway. When you are working in your purpose, you don't have to have any of those material things. You were, if, let me say this. If you were working on your purpose and you did not have a car, it would not matter. You would catch the bus because you knew you knew the promise. See, the purpose comes with the promise. You'd catch the yes, bus if you had to meet somebody at CNN. If, if the President of the United States says, Technicia, we want to give you an interview. You say, I don't have no money to get to Washington, D.C. I promise you this, you'd make a way. Material oh, things my. are irrelevant. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you make a way? If President Obama said it, Absolutely. Cynthia, I feel, I, feel, I feel like you're just talking straight to me today. You're not talking at me, but you're, you're, you're talking to me today. I, oh, boy. I feel like there was a purpose having you on this show because, yes, yes, I have been putting in applications for news jobs because that's why I went to school for to be a news reporter. And I said to myself, I was talking to my husband. He was like, well, how are we going to get to South Carolina? You know, times are rough. You know, you don't have the um, fun to just get up and leave, but I believe God will. He He won't let me down whatsoever. If that's something that really is truly meant for me, because I was just I, I was just looking at a job in Washington D.C. and I I turned it down. I was like, oh, I don't know about Washington D.C. That's a little too far. I won't. Have, if I do get chosen for a job, I won't be able to get there. So I didn't even apply for it. Oh boy. Oh, don't be mad with me, Cynthia. I did. I did not apply for that because of, of the distance and location. I'm like, I don't know nothing about Washington, D.C. I don't have no family there. How will I survive if I get the job? So I think that's why I'd be sabotaging myself. I have to stop doing that. Yeah, because to be honest with you, if you really want a job in this industry, you got to go wherever they call you. Yes, they ma'am. tell you to come to Timbuktu to Lithuania, feel that. you got to yes, feel ma'am. that. So uh, uh, the location has nothing to do with the purpose. The people might be people you don't even like, but when it's purpose, honey, you will walk through the rain and the storm with nothing. Yes, ma'am. You will sleep in your car. Sleep in your car. Trust me on that. Until you can do better. Yes, ma'am. You will sleep in your car. Look at Tyler Perry. Look at Steve Harvey. Look at T.D. Jakes. I'm talking I about know they, Look at Buck Myers. These people have been, been through it all. To get to where they are. Right. Absolutely. And they have had so much Failure, oh, my God, they have had just a failure, but it just took that one opportunity. They didn't give up just for them to rise to the top. Now, these men, they're, they're role models for everyone around. They are. I'm very I'm very encouraged by them. You know, I try to follow Tyler Perry Facebook fan page. I mean, it's exciting just to see this man who came from nothing to move up. Like you said, Steve Harvey mm-hmm. did went through the same thing. Dropped out of yeah. school. I mean, these men made a change. So I, I do I understand where you're coming from, Cynthia. 
I just said, mm. I don't think I didn't understand, but I do. If they were willing to sacrifice and keep going, then I could do the exact same thing, have to sacrifice. That's right. It comes with a price, sugar. comes with a price. Thank you. I'll take Yes, I would definitely take that as a compliment. I sure will. But, you know, sometimes it gets hard, though, because I do have my girls and, and stuff, and I, and I do doubt it because I don't want to end up doing something just for myself because what I will be doing is something for them, but I don't want to end up jeopardizing them, I guess. I guess if you understand what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. I want this because I know if I become a news reporter – this would be a better chance just for them. I I want to make it a way for them to just go through life. I want to get them out of whatever. But at the same time, I don't want to put them in a bad shape like, okay, mama, you did all the sacrifice, and now we don't have nowhere to live or something like that. You know, all that runs through my mind. I guess that's playing the other side of the fence where the devil try to come into your brain a little bit and play on your thoughts. And sometimes when we're building a purpose and have to make a change, it comes at the price. And some people might be be uncomfortable, but they'll be okay. They will be okay. The the sacrifice you make now for your girls, they will they will be able to be productive from it later. So don't worry about it if it's short term for the long term. Right. That's one thing about it. It's it's worth it, and you know you have to take your little breaks, but the outcome will be just so beautiful. And that's why I think yeah. women like you. And that's why I'm thankful for women like you who are paving the way for women such as myself, who are actually getting out here doing so much for us. These are the women that I, you, and other women such as yourself, I look up to, because you're doing it. Mm-hmm. You're doing it, and you're not making any excuses for it. There's no looking back over your shoulder. There's no doubting yourself. You're going to move forward, and that's how I want my life to be. I don't want to look on my shoulder and say 10 years later, oh, let me doubt it. No, I want to know I made this choice, and I made it right, and this is the move I'm going to keep making. But I'm just going to have to just keep staying prayed up, Cynthia, and just keep talking with God personally one-on-one because I need to get back to doing that. Yes, I need to get back to getting into my Bible uh, getting back more to church so I can get the fellowship on. So it's a lot of stuff that I need to do because I can't do this alone. I probably, that's probably why it's not working out because I've been trying to do it and I can't no longer do it by myself. I need that help because this is something I want. And one day when my girls look up to me, I want them to say, Mama did it. She's a strong black woman and she did this. That's that's the thing I want to put on to them. Find something, find a, a format that's that yes, just ma'am. fitting for you. Take okay. Find a format just fitting for you and not for everyone okay. else. Find something that separates you from everyone else that you can do yes, and do ma'am. well. And don't try to be all over the place. Get the right okay. people behind you. Get the right people behind you. Yes, ma'am. That's what you need to do is get the right people behind you. So let 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 your let the right people that are close to you form a team to help you to develop what you're trying to develop. Yes, ma'am. I sure I would definitely make sure I take note of that and do that because you want the right people on your page. You want somebody who's going to be in your inner circle 
because everybody, as we said before, everybody's not for you. So we definitely, we definitely know that everybody definitely not for you. You, you know, sometimes if you gotta have two or three people in your circle, then that's all you need to keep going, and that's what you take with you and and keep it moving. That's what he told Gideon, you got too many with you. You got too many with you. Don't try to take everyone with you. If everyone's right. with you, the car is overloaded. You have too much luggage. So you just and take I your think- time. Yes. And I was going to say, I think by you saying that you can't take so many with you comes to the point that you sent me in the email about learn to lighten your load, which is so true because we bear so much on our shoulders trying to take everyone's stories, their empathy, their problems. We still carry all this luggage on our back, not doing not looking out for ourselves. It's okay to carry on a few people. It's a story, but that burden will bring you down. It will stress you out. Mm. You feel like, what in the world? Look mm. at our president now. I think all that ISIS situation going on has aged him. It's so much pressure mm. on him. And that's that's what I was thinking of when you, when you said, line your load, that's what you have to do. You got to take some of that off. Even people, people will wear you out. Just listen to their promise every day. Mm-hmm. Like, Don. I'm tired of listening to you. I'm not getting paid. I'm not psychotic. Don't don't mind listening to what you're going through. Don't mind giving you a little advice. But at the same time, you're wearing me thin. Mm. My, my, my. Remember, you're not a garbage disposer. You're not a receptacle. No, you're not. So you don't have to take everything. You can't fill yourself up with the wrong stuff. Right. And when I take my garbage out on that certain day, I expect to leave it there and not bring it back in the house. Right, right, sister. That's what a lot of people do. We we take that garbage out. We instead of bringing it back in, leave it out there for the garbage man to get. Don't bring it back. Don't nobody want that in their house. Don't don't trash up your life. And and we do. We have to. And I think sometimes, such as someone like myself, is so friendly. You want to help everybody out, but you can't do it. Right. That stuff will kill you. It take you up under. Your health will go down trying to trying to do everything for everybody out here. That's right. That's right. So I do. Right. I feel like this was this was meant for us to connect today because everything that you have said has been true. I tell you, you mm-hmm. have been a spiritual light today, Cynthia. Well, I thank you. I thank you for having me on your show, and I want to encourage oh, you and your listeners. I'm oh, go ahead, go ahead, Cynthia, because I I want to know how we could go about um, purchasing your book too, the three seasons, and where we could find more information about you. Absolutely. What you need to do is just go to www.charperenterprises.com. And again, that's www.charperenterprises.com. And you can pre-order the book there at charperenterprises.com. And we'll go from there. We'll send it to you. You can find out all the information about the C. Harper Show and and some of my guests. And we are um, extremely excited for all the different things that the C. Harper Show is doing. Um, this week coming up, we will be hosting the red carpet for Africa's Children's Fund. Oh, wonderful. Judge, yeah, Judge Glenda Hatchett will be the keynote speaker. Um, in November, we'll be, um, in October, we'll be speaking in Charlotte, North Carolina. In November, we'll be speaking with Judge Kenny Brown Reynolds at the Sister Talk Conference where we're honoring Dr. Bernice King. Um, we're, we would, um, so God is opening up some really big doors. We're doing some great things. 
Yes, he yes, is. And in the work. Hey, but you have come this far, Cynthia, and I do hope so much in your future endeavors. Um, we did not get into it, but go online and you can find me, Cynthia Hopper, and talking about her show, her YouTube um, as well, and even her her community development organization, which is my favorite charities. So make sure you catch her each Sunday from 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern on weekly on KBNRadio.com. And like I said, you can find her on the Blog Talk Radio, see Hopper's show, and and see her on HerTube.TV. It's, she's always talking about a purpose, and where there's a purpose and a positive attitude, she will be there covering it. So please make sure you check out her and get her book, The Three Seasons. Once again, thank you so much, Cynthia, for joining us today. You are welcome, and thank you so much, Ms. Day. Thank you for the awesome interview. Ladies and gentlemen, continue to tune in to Technisha Day on the bright side. Well, thank you so much. And before I leave, listeners, I want to make sure I give you the truth of the day from my friend Mary Ellen. Your passion is your compass to guide you to the places where you could do the most good. Enthusiasm comes from your ability to see unlimited possibilities for your future. Your energy and idealism will lead you to create a life of fulfillment. Never worry about the money because when you are doing what you love to do, the money will appear. You are contributing to the world with a vision of unlimited possibilities, therefore helping others to see beyond their imaginary boundaries. Today, know you are a powerful force of good in the world. Enjoy the day, everyone. It's been a blissful day. And once again, I will see you when I do see you. Hopefully, I will see you tomorrow with my guests again that we did not have. You know, we go through technical difficulties, but hopefully we'll get past this storm this time. So God bless you. Enjoy the day, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to The Bright Side with Tanisha. Come back daily from 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. God bless.